Welcome back to Off Topic with Randy Zelia. I'm resurrecting one of the older podcasts we do here on BackSportsPage.com. And I've changed the format from having a co-host discussing different topics to making it more of an interview one-on-one show, give a little background of what I'm going to be talking about with my weekly guest. And this week's guest is XFL Guardian Head Coach Kevin Gilbride conducted this interview the day of the XFL draft finishing up, the second day of the draft. They were nice enough to have me come over to the hotel they were doing the draft in and sit down with Coach. And we discussed the mentality of going into a new league, a new format of football that he's used to be doing in the NFL, and what it meant to him being able to do this this close to home. And I think you'll find out Kevin Gilbride, who worked with Eli Manning for years and years with the Giants, a part of the organization of the Giants family, I think you'll find the interview to be very eye-opening, not only about his experience with football and how important his family is, but how different the XFL is going to be this time around and how he discussed the rule changes. You can always find all the archives of the show, of the older shows that Steve Spanup and I did, uh, BackSportsPage.com with some of the great interviews we did as well. Follow me on social media, RandyBSP on Instagram and Twitter. Also follow BackSportsPage on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at BackSportsPage. And we're going to do the best we can to give you some entertaining interviews, some great one-on-one interviews from me every single week. And this portion of the show is always brought to you by our good friends at Level 1 Games in Compton Place, New Jersey on Route 23. South, come by and see M, Cynthia, and Tim. You can relive your past and take your game to the next level. They are an all-purpose game store between card games like Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, and all the other different card games you'll be able to compete against each other with, as well as board games and retro video game systems. Hey, I used to play Nintendo. They have Nintendo there. Sega, they have Sega Genesis. They have Sega Systems. They have PS3 games, PS4 games, PS2 games, PS1 games. They have it all. Hey, are you a Nintendo Switch fan? They have that too. They have everything there. Check them out. Go to level1games.com now for more information. Like I said, go see Cynthia, M, and Tim over on Route 23 in Pompton Plains. That's Level 1 Games. Take your game to the next level. I'm certainly very pleased with you know, what I think we put together. I think the personnel people did a nice job of evaluating. And, of course, all the coaches looked at all their positions. So you never know until you get on the field and you go against somebody how it's all going to play out. But right now, based on what we saw in our preparation and what we were able to get, we got a high number of uh, guys that we, we were hoping to get. How, how difficult was the process, though? Because it's not like tape and footage and background for the, a lot of these players was available just at, the, at your fingertips in that sense. No, you. I don't know how you knew that, but you're right on target with it. Yeah, no, a lot. Some of it was, and and I'd say probably two thirds of it was, maybe three quarters. But there were some that you really had to fight to find something on them. Whether it was YouTube, I mean, we were we were hunting and pecking on everything to find those guys. Uh, and that's where I give credit to the personnel guys. They, you know, were able to find it, track it down, and then tell us where to go and look for it. But it was, it was laborious. There's no question. It took a lot of, lot more time than you're used to, where you normally just sit there and it's all, you know, you got guys that are cutting it up for you, and you just look at it and, and okay, within 35 to 70 plays, you okay, I know what he's, this kid's like. Let's get to the next one. So it wasn't like that. It was much more. Much more arduous in terms of getting enough look where you felt comfortable about making a determination whether or not the guy could play.
player or not. But it was, you know, it's part of the process. First time out, you know, it's uh, and plus the other thing is you're looking at uh, rather than putting together, you know, a seven person draft with some free agents. You know, you got 70 guys that you're you're, you're much to choose from, and that was hard. And the other thing is that a bunch of them were just given to us last week, 295 guys were given to us last week, so you talk about scrambling, we were scrambling at that to get those guys evaluated, and you just, you hope, you know, you work, you do the best you can, and you hope that what you saw, you saw enough that you came up with an accurate, you know, assessment or evaluation of what the, what the, what the player was, but uh, we worked at it, I can tell you that. Well, when you were in the NFL, you had to find a balance of not only getting the right talent, but also finding the right guys for the locker room as well. Right. Knowing that you have a lot of unknowns here, is that a hard mix to sort of put together, having good locker room guys while also having the right amount of talent on the team that needs right. to be there as well? Yeah, very, very much it's a challenge and very much it was looked for. Uh, now, whether you, you know, again, you, whereas the NFL, you have Blesto and National and United, and they go out and they do the initial canvassing. Then you have your area scouts who go out and give some initial canvassing, and they evaluate, and, but they also talk to a lot of people. So they, you know, they come away with a pretty good feel. Then, then the coaches, uh, after they've been fed this information, then they go and do the same thing. So you're just kind of doing the finishing touches. Here, it was, it was all done without going out. So there's enough experienced guys on the coaching staff that, that have enough connections that we were able to call people. Um, Madeline Scarmuzzi, our, our trainer, was, you know, very vigilant and diligent in working at trying to get as much information, not only about the health status of the people, that, which is obviously a critical component, but also, you know, any, any info she could gather from trainers throughout the collegiate ranks and her having just come from the college that was so she had a lot of connections so we worked it as hard as we could to find all those things that we normally would have found you know at the NFL but um, you know it, it was a much more compressed time period and we're done by a lot smaller group but uh, we did you know we worked at it we tried to tried to do exactly what we had done you know again even the personnel people you know John Peterson's been around forever He's 30 years in you know professional football, so you know there's certainly guys that have done it, have connections. A lot of a lot of the connections that he would have, which was always entertaining, is that you know through the various teams he's been associated with, he's been in a lot of camps already for for his other employers. And uh, you know, well, this guy was not a good. I remember this guy went back three years ago when I saw him in you know the Chicago camp, or I saw him in, in Tampa Bay, and so. You know, between him, you know, between the coaches and and the you know and the personnel people, I think again, I, I don't think you could have gone about it any differently than we did. I don't think you could have worked any harder at it than we did. Whether or not we we're you know we're gonna got the right guys, I think you, you always hope, you always think you did, but you never know until, until it plays out. How different of a process, not only for the drafting, but knowing that this is. This is all new. This is all you guys doing, sort of going in uncharted waters. How uh, how much of a different experience is this from you, from the way you had to approach it? Because obviously you, you've probably forgotten more football than a lot of people know for their whole entire lives. How much of a difference of a process was this for you, from your experience in the past, going into a situation like this? It's different. I, I, it's no question. It's different. Uh, you are starting out at the you know, grassroots level that you're establishing foundation. And that was done from a league-wide perspective, as well as the individual franchises within the league. 
And so the, the fun part was being able to um, watch, evaluate, you know, some of the rule proposals. We, we you know, they were, you know, uh, put into place at the, you call it league in Jacksonville, Florida, at some Mississippi Junior College. Uh, we saw it in, in, uh, in Austin, Texas, you know, a couple of uh, spring leagues. Then we went out to California. We watched so that we, we, we watched a lot of the things that they thought might make the game more exciting, more fan-friendly, uh, safer for the players, all those kind of things, more entertaining, all that stuff. Uh, and, you know, we were able to voice our opinion, you know, and, and we took votes on, yeah, that rule doesn't – you know, we don't want it. This rule, we do want it. And, you know, and uh, there were some heated discussions because guys had different viewpoints and perspectives as what to what would work and what wouldn't. But just to be part of that was was enjoyable. Um, and then, you know, just putting together the whole group, you know, with the, the personnel people, having that under my, you know, domain or purview and, and uh, as well as the coaches and then trying to, establish what you think is going to work within the parameters of the new rules. You know, this, the shortened play clock is just for one example. I mean, uh, I made a living where, you know, you gave the quarterback two, three options and you told him, and he knows versus this look, he does this, this look, he does that, this look, he does the other. Um, I don't know if that approach is, is viable, you know, because there's not enough time. So we're experimenting with some things that I hadn't done before, but other guys, some of the some of the reasons that I hired some of the staff that I did was that they've done some things with the hurry up tempo, with the, the RPOs. Are you you're familiar with that stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, in other words, you got to have an answer when when all of a sudden you got a run play called and the next body shows up, or it's a different front. So uh, and, and the way I've done it before is we always had outlets, but we also had the ability because we had told the quarterback. It was his responsibility to identify things and then go to the appropriate play. So now, rather than just have a, a, a minimal amount of adjustments in terms or solutions, I say not adjustments. So, hey, this extra guy shows up or it's a front we don't want to stay with. Um, I'll have a broader, larger arsenal based upon some of the things that I wanted to do, what I wasn't as familiar with. So I brought in some guys. Mike Millers and G.A. Mangus is who have been doing that for the last, you know, uh, G.A. was the coordinator at uh, South Carolina, and that's what he did there. So, you know, Mike Miller has been a couple of the smaller colleges since he left the Arizona Cardinals. So it's stuff that I wanted to put in, but I wanted to get some guys who were expert because it was new to me. I mean, I had a feel for it. I know kind of what it was, but you're always better to get a guy that's done it before. So we've added a couple of those people. So um, it, it's – it's it's uh, I think we're on the right path to, with the within the framework of the, what they want to have done. Um, again, just like I said with the players, I guess the proof will be in the pudding. We'll see when we when the season starts. But I think our thought process is good. The philosophy we're gonna we're gonna work under is is the right one. And it's also with the philosophy. Also, when you're do, when you're drafting these players, are you also having to sacrifice talent for guys you think go fit in your, in your system? That's that's happened before in the past. Yeah, it's, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Enjoyed so it. I'm sorry. Um, there's not enough of them <laughs> that have been in that are available, so it's pretty much everybody here is new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
it'll it'll be, and that was part of the reasoning of who we selected as coaches. That uh, I've always felt this anyway, but this will certainly be the test: is that you got to be a good teacher, and you know you're going to have to be able to teach. And you know, as opposed to uh, you know the other league where you go six weeks where you're watching all the cut-ups, and then you, you got your OTAs, you know, and then you got your mini camps, then you have summer camp, you have four exhibition games. Well, there's a lot more going to be compressed in a shorter period of time. So it'll test it'll test our, our teaching ability. And also the challenge I always have is I want to be as broad-based and as, uh, as wide as I can be so that depending on the talent, I can tailor the system to the people we have. And now you're it's not like you had already three quarters, more than three quarters. You had probably, you know, 80% of your team, like most of the time in the NFL, and you're just adding pieces. Well, here you're starting from scratch. So, it, you know, we're, we're, we think we know what we're getting, and we think what our approach is, what we're trying to do will best, uh, best, you know, serve what we're, what would, you know, what will is allowed by what we're, you know, the league and the, you know, the, kicking game adjustments and the overtime and all that stuff, the way we'll handle things. Um, but also it was in consideration to, you know, how much time we're going to have, you know, how, you know, how much can we, we're going to find out how good a learners and how good a teachers we are real quick. I was about to ask about the philosophy of having a short amount of time to put a team together. Um, because even after the last CBA for the NFL, where it sort of took away time, yeah. Now you, I think you have what three camps before uh, two two camps two camps before season starts. Is there any way uh, any mindset that you go in with that to say we have to make sure we accomplish this this and this and the rest of us will be able to go with it as we go along? Well, that's you know we we're trying to yeah yes the answer in one word yes it's a succinct answer yes but also to make sure that we've covered the. Um, situations that we know are going to arise and like you always had your regular first and second down offense you've always had your third down offense you've always had your two minute offense you've always had your your green zone or what people call red zone but here the giants we call the green zone we don't want to convey that we were being stopped so we said the green zone you've always had that backed up when you're ahead how you run out the clock and stuff but the rules are different so you know the the trying to run out the clock here with the 25 second clock and, and how fast it's going to go. Uh, you're, you're not going to go to a four minute offense until a minute and a half, <laughs> you know, 70 seconds, you know, because a couple of these guys have experienced this up in Canada and they said, you won't believe it. I mean, it's, 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 it goes, it, it takes forever because the normal sped up play clock, all of them become, all of a sudden become slower once you get into two minutes to go in the game. So you have actually more time than what you would have in the NFL, the way they start and stop the clock. So it's it's it, it's stuff that you it'll be different, but it's still you have to have answers for. And some of the some of the points of emphasis are going to be really different. Uh, and not that you didn't have it, but you had a red zone or green zone offense before. Now it's it's maybe the most important thing you do because every extra point is from the tight green. You're on the you know, you're on a five-yard line or two-yard two line or a five-yard line or a ten-yard line. And if, God forbid, the game comes down to the end, that's where you're going from. You're going from the five. So you're going to have a lot more plays and you're going to spend a lot more time on that aspect of the game. So it, there's there's stuff like that. But you have to have answers for every situation still, like you always did. 
maybe maybe your your answer isn't quite as um, you know filled with specific place, but you better have some place, some place that you really believe in. Talk about the relationship you've had with Matt already. You know, Matt was spoke with him yesterday. He's very excited to get started. He's been, he's been communicating with you. Talk about your relationship with him and and how over the last couple of days since the announcement was made that he was here that you know he's been as engaged as he's been. Yeah, no, he's been terrific. He he wants to play. You know, he he feels you know that he's should be playing. So this gives him an opportunity to do what he feels is the way it should be. So we're, you know, it's kind of nice to have him with with a with, with an attitude that he can't wait to show everybody again how good he is. And and of course, his whole life, I'm, I'm sure he expressed he, he's been you know told he wasn't good enough for this or that or the other, and he's risen to the champ to the challenge just like all great players that I've ever been around and as soon as you tell them they can't do something that's all of a sudden now they they work that much harder and they're that much more determined to show you that yeah wait you see you know I'm going to show you what I can do um that's been good I think he's a bright guy I think when we saw him we 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 looked at a ton of quarterbacks because it's such a vital position and, and it always is everywhere football but it may be incredibly so here um because again, the short play the time clock, or, uh, play clock. But it's, uh, I think we saw a, a guy that we thought was one of the two best that we saw, and yet when we made the final decision, I thought we we felt that uh, he would, you know, talking with him, you know, talking to everybody in Penn State that we did, you know, talking to guys that I know have already coached him in the pros, you know, so I've talked to three or four guys. Not only was you know at the top with the with the playing ability, but I thought that you know his competitiveness, his toughness, I thought he would be a great catalyst for us as we try to put this thing together and develop who we are and what our standards are and what our what our you know our goals not the goals will be easy, but what our uh, what our values are, what we need to be in order to be successful. He's he's been through. He's Older, he's a little more mature. I think he, I think he embraces some of the things that I believe in. You know, that you need to do in order to win. Can you talk about the, uh, the experience with the Giants, with Super Bowls, the knowledge you've had in those big game situations that you're going to be able to tell some of these young guys who, in their own way, you're trying to get their own business card out there. This can build into something else. What advice are you giving to those young players who want to get to that next level? Well, it's it's obviously a challenge that they haven't been able to overcome as of yet, or we wouldn't have them. But there's there's so many examples of people that have been told they can't do something, and then you know they they just continue to work and refine. There's such a thin line between those guys who make it. You know, the superstars are different. But I've always said once you get past the top thirty, from thirty on, it's really Who's the most versatile? Who can play special teams? Who, who you know, can play inside slot and also the wide out? Who can be a gunner on the? You know, there's so many considerations that come into play that it, it uh, the difference between those that don't make it and do is not that big in many instances. So here's a chance. Let us work with you. Let us develop, particularly quarterbacks. You know, you get a chance to get out. You, you're not getting better unless you're playing the game.